0: It can be a dark world sometimes, don't be afraid to be a source of light, it can be a dark world sometimes, but don't be afraid to be a source of light,
1: peace good people,
2: peace,
1: Fee how you feeling today?
2: Feeling a little hot. <laughs>
1: a little hot. Okay. Uh huh. Literally. No, I get it. How that is happening. Um, I'm feeling grateful mm. to come to this part of my day.
2: Okay.
1: Yes. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga.
2: With Kariga and Felicia.
1: And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yeah. Fee. I want to read an affirmation from your book that I think might uh, ground us well in today's conversation. Today, Mm -hmm. I'm going to read from page 34 Mm -hmm. of the toolkit for mothers who are investigating grief's process.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay.
1: My journey with grief has called me to redefine gratitude. This redefining has helped me find beauty in my brokenness. Today, Mm -hmm. I have gratitude.
0: Mm.
1: One more time. My journey with grief has called me to redefine gratitude. This redefining has helped me find beauty in my brokenness. Today I have gratitude. Man. Where does this come from?
2: You know, I'm I'm going to answer from my present point of view and acknowledge that that is work that is ongoing for me. And, um, it is a practice because with grief, especially around dates and times of year, mm-hmm. times of the year, uh, you can feel the swells that feel very much like maybe the first weeks mm-hmm. after experiencing a loss. Mm-hmm. And I think right now I am in that place. Mm-hmm. And so hearing that for me, I just take a really deep breath because I know that that work is calling me to remember that, that work, that writing is calling me to remember how Absolutely. to do that for myself. Um. Man, I I remember even in more detail sitting on the couch and watching you go up the stairs and you and I talking back and forth about gratitude and I wrestling with this idea of even having it because I so badly just wanted to have Kamayu. Why would I be grateful for anything else? And you so gently and courageously reminding me that I do have Kamayu because I know her love. Mm. And at that point, I was able to understand and realize that I'd much rather have her love than to never have known her at all. And that is the redefinition of gratitude for me.
1: Mm. I'd much rather have her love than to not know her at all. And that is the redefinition of gratitude.
2: That's where I found it. That was the moment that it met me where I could understand it for myself.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's powerful um, that we go through regular redefining of gratitude. Mm. Be it grief or other experiences in life when you can just kind of feel full from the responsibilities or the doings, Mm. right? Gratitude, at least for me, I have to come to it regularly and redefine it for myself
0: Mm.
1: Um, in the space of hearing and of adversity Mm -hmm. of knows that I would have liked to have been yeses (laughs) um, when plans change. Mm. But I will not live my life without gratitude no matter Mm. how adverse the circumstances are because that's mine. It isn't, someone doesn't give me gratitude. I have it. It is for me and I don't want to experience life without it. I'm subject to make decisions differently um, when I'm grateful versus when I don't have gratitude.
2: Hmm. This is why I call you our champion.
1: <laughs> I'm rocking with you. I'm rocking with you this all the time while. for the rest of time. Yeah. Gratitude is, is, it's a unique framing, right? Like before coming to this uh, conversation today, Felicia and I were just observing September and all that it brings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was namely looking at a wall in our house. And many of these dates are from September
2: 2019,
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, we have the family sign the wall saying they're here.
2: It's a chalkboard wall.
1: It's a chalkboard wall. Uh, Many of them were coming to just leave messages of love. And this is before Kamayu was born. And then on 9-23-19, Felicia writes, we're having a baby Bailey girl on the wall. And I saw that today and it just, it spoke deeply to me. Right. And it it helped me remember where where I'm coming from. Mm Mm-hmm. And if this is your first time coming to this space, or if you've been here with me before, uh, you know that it is my habit of mind and habit of practice to observe September as a holy month. Mm-hmm. And in this holy month, I prepare myself to observe and be open to the miracles and wonders that present themselves differently than any time before. And in observation of September, the month Kamayu was born. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Felicia, I'd like to invite you to share some of what you shared with me as I observe this as a beautiful miracle and wonder.
2: Oh, wow. Thank you. I love how you frame that. This month thus far, Kamayu has shown up in a number of ways for me. I talked about it with my, my friend Zio. Um, how she was telling me, how she was thinking of her. Man, Chanda called us this week Mm -hmm. with Kamayu on her heart. Mm -hmm. There are these subtle, very gentle taps that are coming from our loved ones that are saying like, hey, Kamayu came to me or she's on my heart. And I don't take that lightly. I receive that as, as it's her just saying, I'm here. I'm here. I'm present. I recognize what's coming. I recognize what time of year it is. And um, this particular story is no different. As you know, Kareem and I traveled to Trinidad and Tobago. And as you know, we also did some traveling to Dallas for the podcast movement conference and also to Baton Rouge. And now we're home again. And we finally had a little time to settle into what August was for us as we traveled. And I had a moment to look into my, um, what is that folder? My, my DM requests. So when you, you don't have a friendship connection on social media, there's that folder, right? Mm -hmm. And I often go to that folder because I'm checking just to make sure uh, if there is a mother there who has experienced the loss of a child and she's reaching out to me, that I am available to her. Mm-hmm. So I went and I checked, and like I'm scrolling, and honestly, I see this profile that, for me, off top looked a little spamish. I'm not gonna lie, uh-huh, <laughs> a little
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Had no avatar. Had
2: no avatar. You no know picture. What I'm no pictures. But there was uh, a message, right? So when I opened it. I saw like, okay, first it's a long message. Okay, somebody did right. But preceding it, there were two video clips, like short video clips of a picture. And I didn't even open that yet. I just go straight into the message. And the message reads from, oh, hold on, I'll just pull it up. I think that'd be best. Yeah. I was going to try and paraphrase, but y'all know me.
1: (laughs) Please don't.
2: (laughs) So today on the day that I found out that my dad passed, I received a beautiful gift from a dear friend. Three days ago, we celebrated the birth and death of our first son who stayed with us for about an hour before he passed three years ago. What's really interesting is that my family and I met your family a few months ago at the ice cream shop in the alley. Mm-hmm. Your husband heard us calling our son Kumasi's name and introduced you to my wife and our newest son. The way that the world brings people together is quite beautiful. I literally just opened this package and I'm going to try and get some rest now, but I look forward to opening your book tomorrow. Thank you for the beautiful note, and I hope that our families are able to connect with you again soon. Wow. So now I'm going to the photos. And I see that it is a picture, the cover of my book, and then she opened it and it's a note from me. And I remember writing Whoa. this. I remember writing this note to this person. Now, a little bit about that. Back in May, Kariga and I were at uh, the Bro- BroccoliCon.
1: Mm-hmm. For Broccoli City Music Fest. For Broccoli
2: City Music Fest, right in D.C. Uh huh. And we are talking to a few friends. But I meet a new person mm-hmm. whose name is Remy. Mm-hmm. And we were casually just talking about what brought us to Broccoli Khan. And this time in a unique way, because I don't always talk about my book, I shared with her about our affirmations, mm-hmm. our music, mm-hmm. and and our book, mm-hmm. our books. Mm-hmm. So I'm sharing with her about our story. And she's just in awe, like, wow, that is amazing. I have a friend who's experienced a loss and I've been a bit distant because I don't know what to say, but I'd love to buy your book and gift it to her. Whoa! So Whoa. right there, because cause of Kariga he always has the books. <laughs> Thank you, babe. <laughs> um, I ask her for her friend's name and I sign it from me. Right now. This mm-hmm. is in May.
1: This is mind blowing.
2: And at the end of the message, she says, not sure if the pictures went through, but it is your soul affirmations book with a note from you and my friend, Remy.
1: This is mind blowing,
2: man. So here we are. This is the end of August and she's just getting this book. And in between that time of me writing this note to her, we happened to meet her.
1: At curbside, at curbside creamery, creamery in Oakland
2: In Oakland. She Remy never told me her friend lived on this coast.
1: Can I give a little context really quickly? How we met. Hold that thought about yes, yes, please. Because we go for ice cream, and we're with, you know, Kamali. We go as a family. Mm -hmm. But walking down the alley and and this area, um, Oakland is a lot of things. But this area, I do not often see a lot of Black people or Black families. Very true. Okay, in this area of Oakland, and walking down the row of shops is a black woman and she makes eye contact with me I look at her I smile she smiles and she says I know you well I don't know you but I know your story mm-hmm. um, and she explains that she is a midwife
0: mm-hmm.
1: right mm-hmm. and that she's just followed our story and she's encouraging us and as she walks further she sees the couple because she's their midwife right <laughs> So steps away, she's a midwife mm-hmm. and then she gets closer and she sees a family and she's their midwife. Mm-hmm. So all this happened in that, you know, that yeah. moment of, of yeah. synchronicity.
2: Yeah. And so you hear her son's name mm-hmm. and you stop mm-hmm. in Korea fashion. It's like, this is our daughter and her name is Kamali. But they were talking about being parents of two, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so we were talking, we shared about- About being
1: parents of two.
2: Yes. Okay. Sorry, yeah. i just- They
1: funny. have, <laughs> it was two two children, mm-hmm. Khalil mm-hmm. and Kamasi.
2: Mm-hmm. Kamasi.
1: And I recognized the names were beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I explained that we also have two children, mm-hmm. but there is one here. Mm-hmm. Continue. And so- well, the, two here, but one in our heart.
2: Yes. <laughs> and so the timing of this meeting Remy in May, meeting them in passing sometime that must have been June. Mm-hmm. June to
1: July, at the latest,
2: right at the latest. Her receiving the book in August.
1: And you opening the message in what month? September. Come on, somebody.
2: And we hadn't even like I said, Remy didn't even tell me that this person was on the coast that I was living in. You know what I mean? Not Let alone Oakland. Um, but also I don't even think we gathered in our meeting that they had experienced a loss of a child. We did not, their not know their firstborn. We
1: did not know they were angel parents in that conversation.
2: Man. So for Kamayu to have introduced us again to another family Mm -hmm. and I will not even dare to say she did that day right because we were recognized by the midwife because of our story Mm -hmm. to here here it is y'all here's here's the finest point for me the last thing I found out about our friend here Mm -hmm. she went to Hampton come on somebody
1: Say what? <laughs> she
2: went to Hampton. This later, later we find that she's a Hamptonian. So how special.
1: How special.
2: How special that was.
1: Hmm. That, I mean, it, go ahead, if, if there were sketch writers, I don't even think they could write this sketch. Right. Because right? it would be a reach. This would be called a reach if somebody <laughs> was trying to develop this story. Because you meet somebody in D.C. at a music festival. And we are at the conference date of that music festival. And we meet through a friend. And she identifies with your literature and says, I want to send it to somebody. We don't know where that somebody is. Right. Let alone for them to be in Oakland. Moreover, us meeting them before we ever, before she ever received your book. Mm -hmm. And we met them casually. Mm -hmm. But not just any type of casually. We met them as we all took our children for ice cream. Now, you know, the educator in me is going to point out that I say all the time, the children introduce the parents, (laughs) right? It's Mm -hmm. the recess. It's the, can I spend the night? Can you come to my birthday party? Those are the (laughs) types of things that build community. Children build community, yeah, right? And it's the adult's responsibility to support that community or reinforce that community. But children build community naturally. And that defining of community is not just Children who we see, these are also children who are part of our lives that we feel. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And very beautifully, Kamayu introduced us to this family. Mm -hmm. And that is consistent, Felicia, with the miracles and wonders that I speak of in September.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that for me and the children build community and we have to reinforce that community. But to me, this is part of those experiences create the redefining of gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because this affirmation also speaks of brokenness and it gives room for that. This isn't like a a re-romanticizing of gratitude. Mm -hmm. This gratitude is coming from some pieces that we don't know how to put back together. Mm -hmm. But the gratitude gives us the endurance to experience her love.
0: Mm.
1: Her love today is something. It is my desire to be well enough and strong enough to experience her love tomorrow. Mm. And gratitude fuels me to pursue another tomorrow,
0: Mm.
1: even when it has pieces that can't be put back together. So the brokenness that you speak of I just honor that. That's courageous to write that as well. This isn't a romantic approach. But boy, is it beautiful.
2: Mm. Thank you so much for helping me understand how to redefine it. I feel like it's something that I said this in the beginning. I'm continuously working through. Mm-hmm. But it is Ongoing. There's always going to be this redefining um, as time just continues to move. We know it's going to. Mm-hmm. And like today, coming on into three years, looks and feels different and requires the same work.
1: Requires the same work. That is the rehearsing of the knowings. Yeah. Right? This is why we affirm, see because it takes work. Anybody will tell you in relationships, marriages, partnerships, they require work. No one is telling you that it will be easy because it began. They say it requires work. And all relationships require work. You have some low maintenance relationships and you have some that require more. I would submit that the work of having children requires work for the rest of their natural lives and yours. (laughs) And the work of having angel children requires work. And you have to fit that work into your existing schedule. And then your existing schedule changes because your children that are here occupying this realm, (laughs) they're changing. And their needs are changing. And their schedules are changing. And they have school and they have extracurricular and sports. So I love the fact that we are embedding into our relationship time to rehearse these knowings. Mm. because she's not going to stop introducing us to people. She's not going to stop impacting our lives. This is what it means to be the parents of an angel child.
2: Mm. And there is the redefinition of gratitude. I'm grateful that I am impacted by her each day and that she remains present not just through my love for her, but in other people as well.
1: The phone calls. Oh, man. The I was thinking about you because I was thinking about Kamayu calls.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. And might I add these people, they know her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They've seen her and spent time with her. hmm Which mm-hmm. is a reminder for you that your child came here.
2: And I need it, man. I need it. I'm so happy that we get to have this conversation and uh, define what the parenting looks like for us in this way, but also how an angel child remains present. For me, these are the ways that I get to engage with her, Mm -hmm. you know? But being reminded is so important, especially this month and especially today I I mean I, I have to be honest you know bef- prior to coming here Kariga and I were also talking about uh, grieving like the version of ourselves well for me the version of myself that I was before even having any children
1: but we were talking about that because we were in therapy yes okay, you can name that it also helps yeah. people access therapy. Yes. Why are you holding back?
2: I'm not holding back. My bad, dog. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing.
1: playing.
2: You know, I mean, I think Kareem, so that is where the conversation began. Um, but Kareem and I investigated more of it after Mm -hmm. in our debrief. And um I recognize that that is still a a grieving process that requires work that requires rehearsal. I know that we've talked about it here where we're not just grieving our children, but we're also grieving these versions of ourselves that we thought we would be. And even the person that we we were once before. Um, but for me, especially around, you know, approaching this Holy month, it, and I say, it because I think it is a very natural thing. It's like, sometimes I really just wish I could go back Right. Mm -hmm. Because I because I don't want to know this pain. But there is a privilege, I guess, that I have in the pain because I also know this love
1: that they are inextricably bound together. The love that we have for this experience called life that is temporary, no matter its measure. It comes to an end here and we are all trying to reconcile life without the constants that we once knew, the people that were there, those who were in our corner or in the stands Mm. and you're still going to play the game called life and they're not in your corner anymore, physically. They're not in the stands anymore, physically. And that hurts. And it's the work we're all doing to reframe, to investigate, to redefine our gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thank you for laying groundwork for us to do the same. Mm. Your writings serve as an invitation for others to do the same. Speaking of others, the other day. Yeah, I got to see where I'm flicking my finger. <laughs> yeah. There's but, a
2: little finger flick.
1: <laughs> Alicia wanted some barbecue.
2: Oh, that's okay? right.
1: Alicia won a barbecue, and I could either stop home and get cash that I left or I could figure out how to make this all happen with what I had on me. Um, some days they take cash, some days they take card it, it varies okay but I get to this space and I am I only go there because I have full belief that it's all going to work out and I'm so grateful I went straight there. Had I stopped and went to anywhere else differently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: this moment would not have occurred. I, I'm walking and y'all, I'm, I'm walking to the door and I'm counting my money. <laughs> okay. And as I'm approaching the door, since I'm counting my money, I'm not in a rush, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm about two paces ahead of somebody who's coming from the other end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I stop, I make eye contact and I gesture that she can go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: She says, brother, are you going inside too? I said, yes. Then she says, then you don't worry about it. My, I got too many orders. You go ahead. <laughs> I go ahead. She's talking to another sister behind her about being grateful of life. The sister behind her is saying she's just grateful because she woke up today and that is actually the true wealth. Mm. Your health is your true wealth. This is happening behind me. Wow. Then they remark on my bag. I wear the African bag by, Africa bag by origin culture, mm-hmm. which is also part of Kamayu and Kamali's story. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that brother's bag. It's cool, whoop, whoop, whoop. I love whoop, whoop, whoop. That's my (laughs) ad-lib. It's cool, whoop, whoop, whoop. And then um, I get my order. Everything is all good. Another brother walks in and she says, what's up to the other brother? She says, hey, what's up coach twin? Hey, what's up? And then I hear her say this, y'all. You know what? Every time I see you, it's either my son's birthday or the day he passed. Mm. And I am trying to figure out what is my responsibility in this moment. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Responsibility as I define as ability to respond.
0: Mm.
1: I can make that moment only between those two because apparently he knows her son. So it can be a really small experience. Or I could also honor her son because I heard what she said. I reach in my bag to look for a book just to start a conversation with her. I don't have one. I go to the car to look for mine. I don't have one. But I do know where a copy of Felicia's book is.
2: You yeah, okay? got it. You know, it. I
1: got it on me. <laughs> so I go in to get your book. I come back in the store. I say, man, pardon me. Um, did I hear correctly? When you're talking to that gentleman, you said is you see him on either your son's birthday or the day he passed. She said, yes, this is my son, Jamari. She shows me immediately. She has him on her necklace. Oh. He was 15, she says. Ugh. So now he has a name, a face. He's real to me. Mm-hmm. And I ask her, um, can I say his name as well? I just want to honor that he's that he was here. And then I said, okay, well, um, my wife and I are, we've been investigating grief for some time. We experienced the double transition of our firstborn at birth, told her all about the wonderful pregnancy. And I could see the mother in her. Just feel it. And I said, Something I learned from my healing circles would be imaginative. It's also taught about the work we do with gun violence. I said, No matter how old the child was, the mothers feel that pain in the same part. Mm. And she touched her womb. I said, So I'd like to gift you a copy of my wife's book. Okay. <laughs> a copy of my wife's book um, that investigates grief's process. She receives it. Mm. Then she comes back to me and says, I can't accept this. I have to pay you for this. <laughs> Y'all, did I not say I was counting my money on the way into the shop? <laughs> and I want to tell you this this little last bit part, okay? Mm-hmm. I ordered the meal you wanted. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the extra. And I love this honesty. I didn't have the extra on me for the corn on the cob. But we know Kamali <laughs> loves corn. Y'all, yeah, we corn. know she does. She <laughs> loves her corn. So- when the woman bought the book, I told her the whole rundown and I told her about our child at home. Mm. And I said, in in the most unique way, I feel like Kamayu just bought Kamali some corn on the cob. <laughs> she did. <laughs> so I, wa- I, I want to oh. add this to the construct, the conversation of miracles and wonders. And if you should find yourself in a holy month as you defined it or in the anniversary of grief as you know it. I invite you to take observation of the miracles and wonders that are happening all around us. Mm -hmm. And it is my deepest desire that they are happening for you as well. Mm. Mm. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your writing. Thank you for your investigation. And, and it is my desire that many other folks are able to do this in their journey as well Yes, because it makes room for love.
2: Man, I am looking. I I am a child of answered prayers and all that I need is within me. Life is happening for me, not to me. And because of this, I will have gratitude in all lessons. Mm. That comes from page 32 of your book.
1: Well, let us give thanks for the redefining of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And let us give thanks Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga.
2: With Kariga and Felicia.
1: And all the angel babies around the world who are connecting their parents through divine synchronicity.
2: We also want to give thanks to our executive producers.
1: Cody and Tommy Oliver.
2: Yes, our producer.
1: Crystal Hill. May we all love more abundantly. Peace.